0: Welcome to the James River Church Podcast. You're about to hear another inspirational message. It's our prayer that this message is an encouragement and blessing to your life. And we had a great day on Sunday. Man, New Normal has just been absolutely fantastic and uh, honestly, both challenging and encouraging at the same time because you're like, that's so cool that God wants to bring me into a place of blessing but yet so challenging to be like, Lord, help my heart, help my life to be where it needs to be so I can live there, amen? Because you know what? God wants to take us all there, but there are things that we need to do, things, ways that we need to align ourselves with his purpose so his purpose is accomplished in our lives, amen? Amen, so our job as believers through this whole journey is to be like, God, am I aligned with what you are wanting to do? Because the question isn't whether God wants to bless you. That's not the question. The question is, are you ready? The question isn't whether God wants to bless you. The question is, can your life handle the blessing? Because God wants to bless, but can you handle it? So tonight I want to talk to you about kind of like um, continuing the story from what we talked about on Sunday in Joshua chapter seven, and if you if you weren't able to be there or you, or you know you haven't watched online, I would encourage you to watch the message. But uh, we talked about the story where Israel goes to Ai, and uh, Achan was hiding stuff in his tent that he wasn't supposed to take from Jericho, and they had sinned as a nation for, uh, to the Lord, and so they faced a defeat at Ai, and it was a very um, honestly, convicting passage, a very uh, clear passage on the danger of allowing things in our life or coveting things in our life or, or setting our eyes on the wrong things and how we need to set them on the right things. So subsequently, Israel repents and then they defeat Ai. And we're gonna pick up the story right there in Joshua chapter eight, okay? Because I wanna talk to you tonight about priorities and prospering. Now, if you read the book of Joshua, you can't help but walk away with this fact, okay? Joshua was constantly setting Israel's eyes on the basics, on the priorities, on what was important. And you get a sense of why he did that because at the beginning of the book, as we talked about, Joshua was a little scared. Joshua was like, hey, I know God wants us to go into the promised land, but I don't know how that's gonna happen. And so he goes back to what Moses told him, and he gets a word from the Lord, and that sets the trajectory of what they do as a nation. And so Joshua is kind of always coming back to that. I wanna read you Joshua chapter one just to remind you. This is the Lord talking to Joshua. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Only be very strong and courageous, be careful to do according to all the law of Moses my service commanded. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. So you may be able, careful to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success." So that helps you understand as we come to Joshua chapter 8, what's in Joshua's mind. They've just come off a defeat and a victory. They've just faced the pain of loss and the success of winning. And it's in those moments, whether you're feeling like you're a failure or you're feeling like you're a success, that you still need to refocus. Because the power as a believer is in the basics. The power is having your priorities constantly set in the right direction. And Joshua understands this, I don't know if you remember, but before this, before they crossed the Jordan, Joshua said, consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow God's going to do wonders among you. Then after they cross the Jordan, it's, hey, we're going to take a moment and remember what God has done. We're going to set up these stones and we're going to worship the Lord. And then they renew the covenant. And then they go after Jericho and Ai. and look. Oh, wow, we're setting our priorities again. Joshua was like, Hey, before we keep going, we need to make sure our hearts are right. And we have our focus in the right place. If your life is lacking power, if you're not living in blessing, take a step back and look at your priorities and don't try to make it complicated. It all comes down to the basics. Are is your heart set on the right things? Are you doing the things god has called you to do have you made a priority for the things that are important to god and so we're going to look at this quickly and then i want us to take some time in the presence of the lord so i want to want you to notice what joshua called them to prioritize first of all they prioritize worship look at this in uh, chapter 8 it says at that time joshua built an altar at what time they just defeated ai built an altar to the lord the god of israel on mount ebal Just as Moses, the Sermon of the Lord, had commanded the people of Israel, as it is written in the Book of the Law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones upon which no man has wielded an iron tool. So he's following to the letter what Moses had told them to do. And they offered on it burnt offerings to the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings. Now I know as we read that, we're like, that's cool. You know, worship, it's awesome. Love worship, all right? Because we think when we read the Bible, nobody's in a hurry, all right? Nobody has other things that they could be doing. No, nobody has other pressures on their life. You know, you could be like, that's cool for them to worship, but I got a lot going on right now, you know, and I'll make worship a priority, you know, when it's convenient to me. And, and you know, we can think that, but they are under that same pressure of life. They, they want, when they have the momentum, that's a time to keep going. That's not a time to stop and refocus. That's a time to stay focused, hello? That's what they could think. But Joshua is like, hey, if we just keep going, we might come under the understanding, the false understanding that our success was something we did. That, oh, we, we just all of a sudden got good again. Uh, and Joshua was like, I think I remember just a second ago defeating Jericho and then losing. And I don't want that to happen again. So we better set our priorities before we keep going. And the first thing he does is he says, I'm going to build an altar. We're going to worship. And we're going to do it the way the Lord has called us to do it. Now I want to encourage you, once again, if you heard the message from a couple weeks ago, biblical worship is in the Bible. Okay, so God didn't say, hey, worship me however you want to. No, he said, sing a new song to the Lord. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God with a voice of praise. Raise your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. I don't know about you, but there's a biblical way to worship, and when you do that, there's power. And I want you to notice when Joshua does this he's all of a sudden there's you know sometimes when you walk through life and you haven't experienced the blessing of God God's going to use that to help you understand why obedience is important But he'll also do this when you're obedient he's going to bless you And I you can see this priority in Joshua as he's like hey we're making an altar but we're doing it exactly You're gonna see this all through chapter eight. This is like a a moment where they're like, hey, we're gonna follow what God says, because I think it's better. (laughs) But I just wanna encourage you, if you're not experiencing breakthrough, are you doing what God has asked you to do? And is worship a priority in your life? Because worship, like we talked about Sunday, it's a desire shaper. You're like, oh, my desires are all out of whack, or I just feel like I'm being pulled in all different directions. Are you worshiping? Well, I can't worship right now because I'm, my desires are out of whack and I'm being pulled in all different directions. No, you don't wait. You, get, you worship, and that shapes your desires. In, in the Psalms, it says it like this. We'll put it on the screen. I have asked of the Lord for one thing. This is what I desired, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life so I can gaze upon the splendor of the Lord. A worshiper has a, a top priority, and that's to be in God's presence. The Bible also says, delight yourself in the Lord, And then He'll give you the desires of your heart. So as we worship, our desires and His desires become one. And that's when the power comes in because heaven backs you up as your desires align with heaven's desires. God may want to accomplish something very similar to what's in your heart, but He may want to do it in a whole different way. Or He may want you to be in the right place, but all that's going to come through a worship, a posture of worship with obedience that says, God, it's not about me. It's not about what my convenience is. It's not about what my priorities are. It's about you. And I'm gonna take a moment, whether you're on the back end of a success or failure, and I'm gonna give glory to the one who glory is due, and I'm gonna praise you and fix my eyes on you, and God will work (laughs) in power. Secondly, you gotta prioritize the blessing of God. Look at this. He says this. Then all the Israelites, foreigners and native born alike, along with the elders, officers and judges were divided into two groups. One group stood in front of Mount Gerizim and the other in front of Mount Ebal. Each group faced the other and between them stood the Levitical priests carrying the ark of the Lord's covenant. This was all done, all done according to the commands that Moses the servant of the Lord had given them. Okay. So once again, we see that priority of like, hey, we're gonna do this the right way. Now you might be like, why are they standing on two mountains? Because Moses told them to do that. Look at this, they had previously given them for blessing the people. So this is about blessing. It's about reminding them about the blessings of God. But watch this, Joshua then read to them all the blessings and the curses Moses had written in the book of instruction. So to give this some context, Moses had actually told them to do this. When they got into the land, the promised land, the land of Israel, God was giving them, Moses said, Hey, you need to go to these two mountains. Okay. And you need to proclaim the blessing and the curses that are written in the law of Moses. Now, I want you to think about this in this way. And as you read Deuteronomy, which we're going to look at in a moment, it'll be clear to you, but God wanted and wants at this moment, his heart is to bless his people. Okay. So the curses are in there to say, hey, if you don't honor me and you don't follow my instruction, which is not my heart for you, it's not going to go well for you. So I'm giving you this as an instruction to say, hey, stop, prioritize my blessing and you'll watch me work in your life. It's really important. Especially if you're coming, I just think it's such a great passage because success and failure is a fork in the road for a new season. It's a moment where you're gonna make a decision as you're successful, am I gonna honor the Lord with what He's given me? Am I gonna pursue the blessing of God? Or am I just feeling like this is working out pretty well and I might make some great decisions and it will be great? Or I might go this way because that looks like the better place for me. Failure can do the same thing. It's like, man, I don't feel good right now. I don't feel like I have what I need. I feel like I need to just find whatever works. And it doesn't matter if that honors the Lord, it just matters if it looks good. And you need to stop and say, I don't care what I see because both success and failure can blind you. So I'm gonna look for the blessing of God. I'm gonna prioritize His blessing. And that's why Moses put this in there because he's like, hey, when you get in there, uh, you're gonna be, need to be reminded of what it's all about. And, it, and if you read Deuteronomy, it's pretty awesome because Moses said some things that are just like, you're like, ow, you know? He says this, hey, just when you get in the promised land, don't think it's because you're special that God brought you in there. He brought you, like, like you did anything special, okay? God, you, they were God's special possession but it wasn't because they were something special. Do you see the difference? God didn't call you because you're something special. He called you because he loved you and said, I'm gonna make you special. So when you're in success, you gotta remember that. You're not something special, you're something special. You know what I mean? You'll get it later. Be careful to obey all these commands I'm giving you show love to the lord your god by walking in his ways this is moses talking this is where this all comes from and holding tightly to him then okay so once again we're seeing this connection between priority and prospering then the lord will drive out all the nations ahead of you though they are much greater and stronger than you okay there's another one of those zingers you know it's like hey you're not that good of a fighter (laughs) you're not you're not that great of an army all right So don't think that just honor the Lord. He'll take care of it. It's great though. They are much greater and stronger than you and you will take over their land. Look today. I'm giving you the choice between blessing and a curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord, your God, that I'm giving you today. But you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord, your God, and turn away from him and worship other gods you have not known before. When the Lord, your God, brings you into the land and helps you take possession of it, you must pronounce the blessing at Mount Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebal. So that's when Moses is giving this command and he's saying it because you're not the strong ones, you're not the mighty ones, you're the blessed ones. And so you do well to say, I'm going to prioritize that I want to live in the blessing of God. And when I'm feeling strong, I want to pursue the blessing of God. And when I'm not feeling strong, I want to pursue the blessing of God. And when you do that, when you make that a priority, it honors the Lord, because you're recognizing that in the nature of God, God wants to bless. That's a wonderful thing. That's what will get you into the altar. That's what will say, God, I want to give. That's what will say, God, I want to be a part of what you're doing. God, I want to be a builder of your church. Because when you recognize God's a God that blesses, you recognize that when I'm on, when I'm pursuing him, he's going to pour out his blessing on my life. And that's exciting. And, and if you've ever watched somebody who doesn't really believe in the blessing of God, which first of all, is not biblical. So I, I this is not to be judgmental towards them, but I want you to be careful because it can sound right. It can sound pious. It can sound better, but it's not biblical. And it's actually damaging t- to you if you believe that because you're not believing in what the God of the Bible says, who over and over again says, I want to bless you. And he's not blessing you for you. So you can just sit back and you know, you're, you have a house in Madagascar or wherever. I just wanted to pick a place and you can drink something in Madagascar out of a coconut that's not why God blesses you it's if you think about it just a material blessing you're thinking too small God blesses you so you can be a blessing so you have this sense of like oh I can give out because God will always bless me I I can give out because God's always gonna take care of me but you pursue the blessing of God that's why I just wanna encourage you, maybe you, after Sunday's message you said, oh, I'm gonna step out, I'm gonna start giving, I'm gonna start tithing. You can be confident that God sees that, he, He's gonna honor that, He cares about that, but He is a God who blesses. The enemy will always challenge the blessing of God because he wants you to think God is small. He wants you to think God won't. You think God doesn't care, but God sees and God's a rewarder of those who earnestly seek him. He's a rewarder of people who go after him and say, God, I believe that's who you are. God, you are good and you do good. God, you're a God of abundance and I believe you. God will honor you. But you have to pursue that blessing. And how how do you do that? You do that through obedience. But saying, God, I just want to be where you call me to be. God, I just want to do what you call me to do. And God will honor that. And he'll see that. But you can do that out of a heart that says, God, I know as I do that, you're going to bless me. I know as I'm obedient to call on you, you're going to answer. I know as I'm obedient to give, you're going to bless. God, I know as I'm obedient to serve or maybe go talk to that person. God, you're going to be right there with me. And I want to be right wherever you are, God, because I want to be where your blessing is. I want to live under the shower of heaven. Amen. Number three, prioritize the word of God. I find this almost comical. Joshua seems like a type A type guy. And he's like, I'm just gonna make sure you guys get this, okay? But just just watch how he does it. Joshua chapter eight, verse 35. Every word of every command that Moses had ever given was read to the entire assembly of Israel, including the women and the children and the foreigners who lived among them." I think that's awesome. I think Joshua was like, hey, we're going to take a moment and we're going to read every word of every command that Moses ever gave. because. Moses was a man who walked with God. And God spoke to Moses for this time, for this place. And we don't want to miss a single word. Because if we do, we're going to miss out on what God wants to do. And if you want to walk and you want to prosper and you want to experience God's blessing, you want to live there, then you have to prioritize His word. Honestly, that's as you read that, I wonder how much priority you put on the Word of God. If you're like, man, I want to get every word of every command, every scripture, every encouragement, every promise that God ever gave us, because I want to get it in here, because I know as I do that that's going to shape my life. That's gonna shape my prayers, that's gonna shape my decisions. I wanna have a priority on the word of God so I can prosper. Makes me think back to Joshua chapter one, where he says he says this, you can go to the second part of the verse. You know what? I want you to think about this book of the law. I want you to meditate on it day and night so you can be careful to do all according that's written it. Then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. There's a grace that God has for you there is blessing that God has for you, there is confidence that God has for you, but it's going to come out of a priority on your life for His Word. To say, God, I want to know what you said, because some of that is, some of that is a tonal thing. What I mean by tonal is, you hear the way it's done. You hear the way it said, when you read the word, God shapes it. Oh, I know I'm supposed to do this. I know this is what God wants me to do. But the word of God comes along and says, yeah, that's what I want you to do. But I'm going to shape it. So it has a breath of heaven on it. So it has a tone of the Holy Spirit on it. You know, uh, that can be how you talk to somebody or, or how you, know, you can tell somebody about Jesus, but if you have the Word of God in you, you know, it starts to flow out of you. I, I was thinking of that verse this week where Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. You know what's cool about that scripture? Jesus is standing at a door. The King of heaven is standing at a door outside our heart and knocking. The king of heaven is standing, waiting for somebody to open a door. But that's when the Holy Spirit speaks to you through a scripture, and then you're not only sharing the word, but you're getting the tone of heaven that there is a God who would serve you even when you're far from him because he wants you to know him. And I'm telling you, as you get in the word, God's gonna bring things alive to you. And it won't be just you facing a situation or you going, man, I I think this is how, that this is how you're supposed to do it. No, it's gonna be like, God speaks to you and says, hey, I'm moving you in this direction, but it's empowered by his word, but you have to prioritize his word. It's not enough to know what to do. You have to know how to do it with the grace of heaven on it. And that comes from time in his word. They know they're supposed to take the promised land. They, they have an idea of what Moses said, but they're gonna go through every word of every command because Joshua is saying this, we don't wanna miss anything of what God said because we need it. We need him. And all of this reprioritizing sets them up for the victories God has given them. And they're gonna get victory after victory after victory after victory because they said, God, we're, it's about you. God, if you're our priority, we just need to set our hearts on you. All of this you know, happened when they built an altar. All of this happened when they said, God, we're gonna take a moment. Oh yeah, well, God, we got lots of things going on, but God, we're gonna take a moment and we're gonna recenter. And the last Sunday and this week, you know, God's moving in the church, but he's calling some people to recenter, to say, you know what, you need to come back to the basics. You need to take a moment and say, God, is my heart in the right place? Is my life in the right place? Is worship about me, Lord, or is it about you? God, am I pursuing you? Am I pursuing your blessing? Am I pursuing your presence or am I pursuing a lot of other things? Because those things will choke what God wants to do in your life. Those desires can choke it out. Am I pursuing you? God, is my life about your word? When's the last time I opened the scripture? When's the last time I sought you? And if it's not, don't make that like a, uh, make it like a, God, I want that and realign yourself. And you watch how it sets you up to be able to receive the blessing God has for you. Because God has blessing for you. God has things he wants to do. God has fresh words he wants to give you. Are you ready for it? And it's not going to be like some crazy thing. It's going to be you coming back to the basics and saying, God, I just want to be where you are. I want to do what you say. I want my life to be about you. And I know as I do that, God, you're going to do amazing things and you're going to bring victories in my life that I could have never had on my own.